In the fourth Peirik of Igeris HaTshuva, the Alter Rebbe is explaining why it is that Malachim are called by the name Elikim. And he explains because the place where they are getting their sustenance from is coming from a level called Chitzonius. An external level, this is in comparison to the Neshamis that gets from a more Pnimius, that gets from a more internal level. And the Alter Rebbe goes on to explain that the name Elikim is also on the level of Chitzonius, more external compared to the name of Havaya, from where the Neshamis come from, the Malachim are coming from Sheim Elikim. And a connection to this, the Alter Rebbe brings three psukim. First pasuk is, Ki Hashem Elikeichem Elikeho Elikim. So it means that Hashem, your God, is the God of Elikim, meaning the God of the Malachim. Another pasuk, Hoidul Elikeho Elikim, praise Hashem, who is the Eibishter, the God of Elikim, of the Malachim. And finally, another pasuk, Vayavoyu Bneho Elikim, Lies Yatsev, referring to the Malachim, how they are called Bneho Elikim, and they're coming to stand in front of Hashem. Says the Rebbe that his father, Rebbe Levi Yitzchak, explains in his Ha'aris and his notes on Tanya, that the three psukim that the Alter Rebbe brings correspond to three kinds of malachim. There are malachim that are called serafim, there are chayos, and there are ifanim, and they exist in the three spiritual worlds of Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya. So in Bria we have the serafim, in Yitzira we have the chayos, and in the world of Asiya we have the ifanim. Then the Rebbe's father adds, that the Malachim are created from three different types of oisius, from three different types of letters. That means that the letters that these Malachim are being created from, this, these Chitzoinistical letters that the Malachim are being created from, are also divided in three categories. You have the, the letters, letters of Machshava, letters of thought, that exist in the world of Bria. In the world of Yitzira, Yitzira is the world of speech, so it's the letters of the world of, of, of speech. And finally, in Asiya, you have the concept of Misa, of action. Just to point out, doesn't say in the Sikh over here what letters of action mean, but in Igeris HaKodesh of Tanya, the Rebbe himself tells us that Oisius HaMaisa is, for example, when we see a written word, written down on a, on a parchment, etc. So it would seem to be that that's what it's referring to over here as well. But the Rebbe goes on. From the fact that the Rebbe's father adds this point, that the Malachim actually come from these three different types of letters, so what the Rebbe says, it seems to be implying that when the Alter Rebbe brings the three psukim, corresponding to the three types of malachim, the Alter Rebbe is coming to hint over here, not only that there are three types of malachim that are being created from the name Elikim, and that's why they are being called by the name Elikim, but that also that the name Elikim, in other words, these oisies from which the malachim are being created, these three malachim are being created, so we have, in this itself, three different categories. We have the Shem Elikim, the way it's in the first Pasuk. Ki Hashem Elikeichem, Hu Elikim, which would represent one type of letters. The Oisi is HaMachshava, the letters of thought from which the Malachim of Bri are being created. We have the Shem Elikim in the second Pasuk, Hoidul Elikim, which would represent another kind of words or letters. The letters of speech. And this would be creating the Malachim of the world of Yitzira. And finally, the Shem Elikim that's mentioned in the third Pasuk, Vayavoyu Bneo Elikim Liyasyatsev, would represent the third types of Oisius, those Oisius Hamaisa, which would be creating the Malachim of the world of Asiya. So the Rebbe asks, we need to understand, why would it be relevant over here in Igeris HaTshuva to hint to this idea that each type of Malach, malach is being created from a different type of letter, from a different type of Oisius? And the Rebbe elaborates. The Rebbe says, if my father, Rebbe Levi Yitzchak, would only say 
that the three psukim that the Alt Rebbe brings are corresponding to three categories of categories of malachim. So then we would be able to say that the reason the Alt Rebbe is bringing these three psukim is to emphasize that all the malachim, even the highest category of malachim that is in the world of Bria, are all being created. Only from the Shem Elikim, not from Shem Havaya. In other words, we would understand that the Alter Rebbe is bringing three types of Sukkim to say that every kind of Malach is being created from Shem Elikim. But since the Rebbe's father is adding this point, that the way the Malachim are being created is from three different kinds of letters, that seems to be implying that what the way he's learning Pshat over here is that the three Psukim the Alter Rebbe is bringing is coming to hint also to explain that there are di- there that that they are different to each other. In other words, there are different kinds of letters that are creating these three different types of malachim. And this is the question: Why would it be relevant in Igeres Hatshuva to hint to these different types of letters that are creating the malachim? In addition to this, says the Rebbe, we need to have some clarification on the general idea that the Alter Rebbe is trying to bring out over here in Igeris HaTshuva. This point that the Malachim are called by the name of Likim is coming in continuation to that which was being discussed earlier about the Mila, the special quality of the Nisham of the person, compared to all other creatures. That is, that all of the other things that Hashem created, the Tzva Shamayim, the heavenly hosts, even the Malachim, all of these things are living and existing and getting their highest from the level of chitzoinis, of an external energy from Hashem, which is clothed in the letters, comes down through the words and letters of the Asara Ma'amoris. Whereas the Nisham of the person, this is coming, the Nisham of the person is coming from the Pnimius, from the inner aspect, so to speak, of Hashem's highest. It is only that eventually this too comes down through words and letters that Hashem says, Nasa Adam, in order that it should be able to come down even to a physical body, into Olam Hazatachtin. But the main point the Alter Rebbe was trying to bring out was the special quality of the Nisham of the person, that it's coming from the Pneumius, it's higher than everything else, even than the Malachim. In continuation to this, the Alter Rebbe says, This is why Malachim are called by the name Elikim. In other words, Based on this that we just said, that the Malachim are coming only from the Chitzoinius of the Chayas, and the Nisham of the person is coming from the Pnimius of Chayas, we can understand why Malachim are called by the name Elikim, whereas the Nisham of the person is associated with Shem Havaya. He's Chelek, he's a part of Shem Havaya, Baruch Hu, as the Alter Rebbe says. He brings the Pasek, he Chelek Havaya Amri, the Yidin are part of Shem Havaya. And that is because Shem Elikim is the more external level and Shem Havaya represents on the more internal level of Hashem's energy. But if this is what the Alter Rebbe is trying to bring out, we then need to understand, since all things come from the Chitzoinius HaChayas, and yet out of all these other things that come from the Chitzoinius HaChayas, only Malachim are actually called Elikim. What's that telling us? That there's something unique about Malachim compared to all other creatures, even compared to all the heavenly hosts, that they are not called Elikim, only Malachim are called Elikim, even though everything is coming from Shem Elikim. What is the special quality of Malachim? Why are they called Shem Elikim? Because the godly highest that's inside of them is in a very, very revealed way, and that's why you could call them, even in an open way, you could call them by the name Elikim. But if this is the case, says the Rebbe, it's not understood. In Igeris HaTshuv over here, the Alter Rebbe is coming to discuss the level of Chayas that's giving th- that life force to the Malachim. In other words, that their ma- as we said before, that their Chayas is only coming from the Chitzoinius, 
as is everything else in the world, including Tzvar Shemayim, even the heavenly beings, that the Malachim are only coming from Chitzonius. And that's associated with Shema Likim, as we said. But if that's the case, why is it relevant to say that the Malachim are called by the name Malikim, which it, what, what it's representing is how they're getting Chayas. In other words, how they are different to all other things in the world, Tzvar Shemayim, the point being made is that the Chayas is standing Begilui. In other words, to clarify the question, what's relevant is only that everything is getting the Chayas from Chitzonius, from Shema Likim. Versus the neshama that's getting from Panimius. Why is it suddenly relevant over here to say that the malachim are getting their chayis in a revealed way from Shema Lekim to the extent that they're even called Shema Lekim? Why is that relevant over here? The question, in fact, is even stronger. Because in regards to the neshama that's coming from Shema Vayah, from the Panimius of the chayis, we don't find that the neshama should be called Havaya. And as is also evident from the fact that the Alter Rebbe himself, when he discusses about the neshama of the person, he doesn't say that the neshama of the person is nikraz b'shem havaya, as he says regarding the malachim. He only says it's chaylik. It's only a part of shem havaya baruch. And the reason is, because as we said, the reason why malachim are called elikim is because by them their chayis is in a revealed way. But by the neshama of the person, the chayis of shem havaya is not revealed. Furthermore, the Rebbe says, from the fact by the, by the neshama of the person is not even called by the name elikim, as a malach is, and why is that? Because eventually the neshama does go down through these words and letters of Nasa Adam. And so, and therefore, we're not even, not only we're not calling the neshama by the name of Havaya, we're not even calling it the name Elohim. That means even this lower level of godliness is not revealed in the neshama of the person as much as godliness is revealed by the Malach. So the question then is, how is it appropriate over here? How is it fitting over here that we're suddenly seemingly speaking about the mile of the malachim over the neshamas? If the whole point we were trying to bring out is the mile of the neshama of the person over all a heavenly beings and even the malachim, why are we suddenly switching and saying, oh, malachim are called b'shem alakim, which seems to be bringing out a certain mile of the malachim that we can actually call them by the name alakim. Says the Rebbe, we can explain it in the following way. The Alter Rebbe, when he brings over here the Pasuk, that the Neshama is a part of Hashem, he's coming to explain that the, that, that the Neshama not only is the root of the Neshama in Shem Havaya, but that the Neshama itself, as it's down here inside the body, that's when you could call it the Neshama of the person, even down here it's a Chelek of Shem Havaya Baruch Hu. And as the Alter Rebbe himself goes further and says, that in the Neshama down here, there's also the four letters of Shem Havaya. As he explains each letter, what it is within the Neshama. And this is very relevant to the explanation that he's giving in Igeris HaTshuva regarding Tshuva. Because the fact that the Neshama down here is part of Shem Havaya helps us understand the tremendous damage or blemish that a, a, an Aveira is doing. Because every single Aveira that a person does, he's causing that the energy from the last hay of Shem Havaya should end up going into Golus. And furthermore, you're also causing a blemish or a damage to the other Oiseus, even in the three Oiseus. So that's all because we have the Shem Havaya inside of us. If we do something wrong, we are sort of affecting the Shem Havaya. Now, even though the Neshama of the person, as we said before, only originally comes from the Primius Achayas, from Shem Havaya, but then it too needs to go down in order to come down to the Guf, it needs to come down through the words and letters, 
which is already more like sh- related to Shem Elikim. Nevertheless, the advantage of the neshama of the person is that it's always connected with that primius achayis. In other words, even as he's a neshama beguf, he's still considered a chelik of Shem Havaya. And this is the special advantage of the neshama of the person over everything else. That even though technically the root of everything really starts off in Shem Havaya, as the Altarebbe explains at length in the second part of Tanya, that the word Havaya itself means that Hashem is creating, it's from the word Mahava, that He's creating everything. May Ayin Liesh. And what Shem Elikim is doing is only causing a contraction that the Chayas shouldn't be able to be seen of Shem Havaya and so on. So technically everything is coming from Shem Havaya, but the advantage of the Neshama of the Yiddish, in which way He is specifically different is, that even after it comes down into this world, through those words and letters of Shem Elikim, and the letters of Nas, Adam, etc., to come down into the Guf, into Elam Hazat Hachten, it's always still connected with Shem Havaya. How is this expressed, the special advantage of the Neshama of the person, the fact that it's always connected with Shem Havaya, compared to other things? So the Rebbe says, seemingly, we would be able to explain it based on what it says in Tanya. That the tzimtzum, that contraction, that concealment of shame elikim, elikim we know, is the same gematria as the word hateva, of nature. So this concealment consists of the fact that it's hiding, blocking on the shame of ayah that's higher than nature, so that the world usually seems to be running according to what we call nature. That's what Shem Elikim usually achieves. Based on this, we would say there was the advantage of the neshama of the person that's always connected, even as he's down here, it's connected with Shem Avaya, is because by Yidin is noticeable in a more revealed way how Hashem is acting with them in a way of higher than nature. And this is true not only regarding Klal Yisrael, but also with each individual Yid. But, says the Rebbe, if that's the case, so then we would say that the neshama of the person compared to other things, there isn't really a very, very huge, massive difference, to use the Alter Rebbe's words in Igeris HaTshuva itself, Hefresh that is a huge difference between the neshama of the person and everything else. And the Rebbe says the word Atzumoid would refer to Atzum meaning in quality and Moid meaning in quantity. Rather, if that's the whole difference, that here you could see a little bit more of godliness and here less, it would be similar to the difference between other creatures itself, higher ones and lower ones. For example, Tzvah Shamayim, the heavenly bodies and the, and the things on earth. That is, just like the Milo of Tzvah Shamayim, the things in the heavens, the heavenly bodies and Tzvah Aritz is, that in the Tzvah Shamayim, looking up at the heavens, you see godliness in a more revealed way. As the Pasuk says, look up to the skies, and then you'll automatically see who created it. So in other words, in higher beings, you see godliness more, it's more revealed. So then you would say, if the explanation is just the way we said before, that in Hashemah you see more the idea that Hashem is running the world, the Ashgacha Pratis and so on, so then you would say that the Hashemah of the person, its advantage over Tzvah Shamayim is that when you look at the Yidin, and you see how they're like that one little sheep amongst the 70 wolves. And it's nevertheless being protected, being guarded. And so to every single yid individually, the Ashgach with every yid individually. So you could say you see Elikus in a more open and an immediate way, even more than when looking up at the heavens. 
But it's still not such a huge difference then between the neshama of the person and everything else. It's just, it's just a, a difference in different stages or different levels. In the lower things you see less godliness, in the higher things you see a bit more. In addition to this, says the Rebbe, more importantly, according to this explanation, we would only say that in the Yidin and the Neshama of the person is more of an indicator on Shema Havaya, on that which is higher than nature, more than other things, but not that it itself is part of Shema Havaya. Says the Rebbe, this is why the Alter Rebbe comes along and says, nikru amalachim now we're going to come to the explanation of what the Alter Rebbe was trying to bring out with saying that the Malachim are called B'Shem Alikim and that he brings three Psukim. It's coming to clarify that really the difference between the Neshama of the person and everything else, even Tzvah Shamayim and even Malachim, is really a very, very essential difference in a, in a complete way that they're completely different to each other. How so? So the Rebbe says, the reason why Marlochim are called B'Shem Elikim, as we said before, is because the godly energy inside of them is, is revealed. That means, not only through them is revealed that there is a godly energy that's creating them, which would be true also regarding all the heavenly bodies, which we said, we look up to the heavens, and we say, who created this? This indicates that Hashem is creating them. But by Marlochim, it's much more than that, that their very Metzias itself, their very existence itself, in their very existence, is felt elikus. And as we said, what's the idea of a malach? The metzies of, of a malach is, as its name indicates, they are standing constantly with a bitul, ready to fulfill Hashem's shlichus. In other words, in them itself is always being felt godliness. Says the Rebbe, from this is understood, that the idea of gilu and helen by malachim, is in a much greater way than by the neshama, the way a neshama is down here in a physical body. As we said before, by a neshama in a body, is not called by the name of Hashem. It's not even called the name Elikim. Furthermore, the Rebbe says, by a neshama down here in, in, in the world, it's sometimes possible that he can even be going against the will of Hashem. Very different to Malachim that are always standing ready to, to fulfill Hashem's will and Hashem's mission. This teaches us, says the Rebbe, that the fact that all of the Nivroim and all of the Malachim are called Shem Elikim, and yet the Neshama of the person is associated with Shem Havaya, is not only because in one place the Chais of Hashem is more revealed, and in one place it's less revealed. But what we're saying is it's a totally different Chais, it's a totally different energy. The Chais of all other creatures, even of Malachim, is of, ne- of Shem Elikim, whereas the Chais of the Neshama of the person, even as it's a Neshama inside of a goof, is from Shem Havaya. So in order to understand this difference between the Neshama of the person and all other things, even Malachim, regarding to the very essence of the Chayas, even though technically, as we said before, really the root of everything comes from Shem Havaya. On the one hand. And on the other hand, even a Neshama comes down through the words and letters which is associated with Shem Alikim. So in order to really appreciate the essential difference, this is why the Alter Rebbe brings these three Psukim. Where Malachim are called by the name of Elikim, corresponding to the three levels of Malachim, in the three worlds of Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya, and corresponding to the three types of letters, as we said before, from which the three types of Malachim are being created. How does this explain? So the Rebbe says, the fact that the three Psukim are hinting to three types of Malachim, we could explain based on the difference in the Toichen, and the content of what's being emphasized in each Pasuk. 
we're going to have a look, a more careful look at the Psukim. In the first Pasuk, the Malachim are being associated with Neshamas Yisrael, with Yidin. What does the Pasuk say? Hashem Eloikeichem, Hu Elikim. Hashem, your God, the God of the Yidin, is Eloikei, is the God of the Malachim, of the Malachim that are called by the name Elikim. In the second and third Pasuk, we don't have that association between Malachim and Yidin. In the second Pasuk, there's a certain advantage over the third Pasuk, and that is that in this Pasuk, the Malachim themselves, as in the first Pasuk, are being called by the name Elohim, as opposed to the third Pasuk, where it says, they're only being called so obviously that's a lower level. It's understood that in the level of when they're being called Elohim, clearly, the level of Elikim is much more begili, much more revealed in, in, in them than if they're being called only Bnei Elikim. Another point that Rebbe says, in the second Pasuk, you, it's also mentioned, and it's also sensed and felt, the fact that it says, Elikim. In other words, there is that level of, of Hashem, which is higher than that which is coming down into the Malachim. There's Elikim, there's that level of Elikus that's coming down that's higher than the Malach himself. From all of this is understood that in the first Pasuk, where again, the, the word Elikeo Elikim is Malachim, which we said is connected with the fact that is Hashem Elikeichem, the Eibishter of the Yidden of Neshamas Yisrael is also the Eibishter of the Malachim. So in this Pasuk we're speaking about how Malachim are in the world of Bria, the world of Machshava of thought. Why? Because this is the world that's connected to Neshamas Yisrael, as it says, Yisrael Olu B'Machshava. Yidin came up in Hashem's thought. So this is number one. In the second Pasuk, where we're not connecting the name Elikim, that's to do with the Malachim Elikei Elikim, with Hashem Elikeichem, with the Nishamais. But on the other hand, we're still saying the name Elikim that's connected to the Malachim is still standing very much begilui. As we said before, it says Elikei Elikim, and it also says, it also says, they're called Elikim itself, not only Bnei Elikim. So here we're speaking about the Malachim in the world of Yitzira, where there's still more revelation. Yitzira's in, in the state of Elikus in a more revealed way, as it says, Yitzir Oir in the world of Yitzira, is a world of Oir. Finally, in the third Pasuk, where even the name of Elikim that's connected to Malachim is not standing so revealed. As we said, it says only Bnei Elikim. So this is speaking of Malachim of the lowest world, the world of Asiya. However, the Rebbe says, this is still not sufficient. Because according to this, that the difference of the expression between the second Pasuk and the third Pasuk is only, the difference is only to the extent of how the Malachim are receiving this chayis of Shem Elikim, that in the Yitzira it's more revealed, and in Asiya it's less revealed. But, says the Rebbe, from the fact that his, the Rebbe Levi Yitzchuk, the Rebbe's father, explains, as we said earlier in the Sikha, that they're created from three types of Oiseus. And that also in Shem Elikim itself, these are the letters that with which Hashem is creating the world. Associated with Shem Elikim, there are three le- levels, as we said. The three levels of Oisius are associated with th- three types of levels within Shem Elikim. It's mashma, it sounds like that the differences between the Lashoinus of the Psukim are also hinted in the, the, to, hinting to the different kinds of letters within Shem Elikim itself. In other words, not only that there are three categories of Malachim, one lower than the next, but they're also somehow connected, where we could see this idea of Machshava, Dibur, and Maisa in these three Psukim. So the Rebbe explains, Oisius HaMachshava, the Oisius of thought, 
since in addition to their own mitzis, that they are oisius of thought, they are also going to be the root for the oisius hadibur of speech, and eventually even to the oisius of maisa, of action. So that means the oisius of achshave themselves are on a certain letter, a certain level, like, like made up of three. They include inside of themselves these three types of letters. That of machshava, that of dibur, as well as, as that of maisa, they are all included in the machshava. Then when you go down to Oisius HaDibur, they include inside of themselves two levels, Dibur and Maisa. Because as we said, it's each one is including that, those levels that are going to come lower than it. And finally, in Oisius HaMaisa, you only have those letters themselves, the Oisius of action. Says the Rebbe, now we can, have, now we can understand the connection or the remez between these three types of Oisius, Machshava, Dibur and Maisa in these three Psukim. When we look at the first Pasuk, where it says, Ki Hashem Eloikeichem, Hu Eloikeho Eloikim. This is the passing that corresponds to the first level, the Oisei Samachshava. What did we see over here? In this passing, it said three times the name Eloikim. Hashem Eloikeichem, Hu Eloikeho Eloikim. Because it's corresponding to all three types of letters. As we said, Machshava includes Dibur and Maisa. In the second passing, where it says, Hoidul Eloikeho Eloikim, this would correspond to the Oisei Hadibur. And that's why it says twice, the name Elikim of here, Elikeho Elikim, because Dibur, as we said, is Dibur and Maisa. And finally, in the third Pasuk, which is only hinting to Oisi as Hamaisa itself, here we have Ayavoyu Bneho Elikim, Lies Yatsev, the word Elikim is only mentioned once. Says the Rebbe, how does this all help us understand now this essential difference between Nishamis and Malachim? Says the Rebbe, according to all of this, that we said by bringing these three Psukim, this is now going to help us understand the, the essential difference, the main difference between the neshama of a person and all other creatures, including even malachim. That is, just like by the three types of letters within, uh, uh, that are associated with Shem Elikim, we say that in the Oisius of Dibur, in the words of speech, that does not include the letters of Machshava that are higher than it. It only includes that which is lower than it, we say. We say. It doesn't include its source. Dibur, we said, is Dibur and Maisa, but it doesn't include Machshava, the source of Dibur. And in the letters of Maisa, we said it's only Maisa. It doesn't have neither the Dibur and definitely not higher than that. As we said in the three Psukim, that in the second Pasuk it says Elikim, which represents these Oisius twice. And in the third Pasuk it only says Elikim once, because in the Oisius of Dibur you don't have that which is higher than it, that which is really the source of it. And in, Oisi, so in Dibur, you don't have the Machshava. And in Maisa, you don't even have the Dibur. So the Rebbe says the same thing. And how much more so, we say in regards to the names of Avaya and Elikim. That is, Shem Avaya comes down and clothes itself into Shem Elikim. Shem Elikim is covering up, contracting, blocking Shem Avaya. But now, once you have Shem Elikim, it's as if you don't have anymore this level or this advantage of Shem Avaya as Shem Avaya is on itself as it is higher or before coming into Shem Elikim. What's noticeable now is only Shem Elikim, not Shem Havaya. Just like by Dibur, you don't have Machshav anymore. In Shem Elikim, you don't see, so to speak, you don't have a connection anymore to Shem Havaya. Now, even though, of course, the Tzimtzum of Shem Elikim is only from our perspective, but from Hashem's perspective, there is nothing that can block Chas V'Shalom in front of Hashem. But nevertheless, as explained in many places, that Simtsum, from our perspective, is not just an imagination or hallucination, it's a real thing. So from our perspective right now, from the world's perspective, what seems to be the sustenance of the world is only Shem Alekim. 
And therefore, the Chayus Elikid that's being Machayim, Mahavah, giving life to the Nevroim, as it is from the, from the perspective, from, as, as it's relevant to the Nevroim, it doesn't have that advantage of Shem Havaya. The whole Chayus is getting is a Chayus of Shem Elikim. And here we have the difference between the Neshama of the person and all other creations, even Malachim. The Chayus of Malachim, as we said, is from Shem Elikim, as if there's no Shem Havaya in it. And even in Shem Elikim itself, we said, the Chayis and the Malachim of Yitzira are only from the Oisius of Dibur, which don't even have Machshava. And the Chayis of the Malachim of Asiya only have Oisius of Maisa, don't even have the level of Dibur. Where is the Nisham of the person? Even after it came down through the words, through the letters of Nasa, Odom, etc., which is already Oisius to do with Maisa, to come into Olam Hazagatachtin. And nevertheless, this is the advantage of the Nisham, that its Chayis is always from Shem Havaya.